Shall we, beloved, humble our hearts before God in thanksgiving and prayer? Heavenly Father, we come to thy compassionate heart of love this morning. In the name of thy Son, Jesus Christ, our Redeemer and Savior, asking that thy Holy Spirit will witness of him to our hearts. This grace-given morning, we thank thee, dear Father, for the wonderful words of life, for the wonderful words of life that have been spoken unto us, for the wonderful words of life that have been written in our hearts with the precious blood of thy beloved Son, our Redeemer and Savior. We thank thee, Father, for living Christianity. We thank thee for your Son, Jesus Christ, who has walked the bitter road to prepare salvation for us full and free. This morning of grace, Father, may thy compassionate heart, which is turned towards us, grant that your word, that thy word will be quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword to each one of our hearts that our hearts can be living partakers of redemption, that we can behold and see the finished work that has taken place on Mount Golgotha just for us. As we are partakers of this great grace, our hearts turn towards those who are in the land of unbelief. To those children who have left living Christianity, gone upon the road of the prodigal son and daughter. May thy hand reach forth for them. May thy arms of grace draw them back tenderly into the fold that thou hast prepared for thy children. We ask also for your blessing upon the whole of Zion, upon all thy children far and near and scattered abroad, to all the sheep of thy pasture, wherever they may be upon the face of the sin-cursed earth. We commend this service to thy care and to thy keeping. We ask that thy word, which belongs to you, that word will go forth even from the lips of trembling servants of yours, that it will witness of thy great love and mercy to the broken and the contrite heart, and that it will speak the word of your righteousness and holiness to those who are in unbelief. We ask these things this morning, Father, in the name of thy beloved Son, Jesus Christ, who has taught us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. 
the next song will be 454. May the grace, mercy, and peace of God our Heavenly Father and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, be multiplied unto each and every heart and soul gathered here this morning hour of grace. And may that power of the Holy Spirit reveal unto us his word to each one of us individually. Amen. We've just sung, O God, how wonderful thou art. God surely is wonderful. His grace is so abundant toward us. Thou art 
thy majesty how bright. On thee I stay my trusting heart till faith and vision end. It's perhaps a coincidence, but that it spoke in the last of that song of faith and vision. And uh, because that's what my text is going to be about, faith. But I would, I'm going to read the, a portion of the scripture here written to the Hebrews, the congregation of the Hebrews, the 11th chapter, the first 19 verses thereof and we'll read this in Jesus name with that prayer that God will reveal his word unto us chapter 11 Hebrews beginning with the first verse now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen for by it the elders obtained a good report. Through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God, so that things which are seen which were not made of things which do appear. By faith Abel offered unto God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain, by which he obtained witness that he was righteous. God testifying of his gifts, and by it, he being dead, yet speaketh. By faith Enoch was translated that he should not see death and was not found because God had translated him for before, he, before his translation he had this testimony that he pleased God. But without faith it is impossible to please him for he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. By faith Noah, being warned of God of things not seen as yet, moved with fear, prepared an ark, prepared an ark to the saving of his house, by the which he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness which is by faith. By faith Abraham when he was called to go out into a place which he sh should after receive for an inheritance, obeyed, and he went out, not knowing whether he, whither he went. By faith he sojourned in the land of promise as in a strange country, dwelling in tabernacles with Isaac and Jacob, the heirs with him of the same promise. For he looked for a city which hath foundations, whose builder and maker is God. Through faith also Sarah herself received strength to conceive seed and was delivered of a child when she was past age because she judged him faithful who had promised. Therefore sprang there even of one and him as good as dead so many as the stars of the sky in multitude and as the sand which is by the seashore innumerable. These all died in faith, not having received the promises, but having seen them afar off, 
and were persuaded of them and embraced them and confessed that they were strangers and pilgrims on the earth. For they that say such things declare plainly that they seek a country. And truly, if they had been mindful of that country from whence they came out, they might have had opportunity to have returned. But now they desire a better country, that is, an heavenly. Wherefore, God is not ashamed to be called their God, for he hath prepared for them a city. By faith, Abraham, when he was tried, offered up Isaac, and he that had received the promises offered up his only begotten son, of whom it was said that in Isaac shall thy seed be called, accounting that God was able to raise him up even from the dead, from whence also he received him in a figure. Amen. There's several places in the Bible that speak of faith. And uh, we know that faith is a very, very important thing. In uh, Romans 10.17, it says that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. That's how we receive faith. We don't manufacture faith. We don't have faith by ourselves. It is a gift of God. But it's so very important that we have faith. And it, beca- it comes to us by the hearing of the word. That's why it's so important for us to come to the hearing of the word. You young ones and older, everyone in between. That's why it's so very important for us to continue coming to the hearing of the word. Because we receive faith and our faith is strengthened by the hearing of the word. In 2 Corinthians 5, 7 it says, We walk by faith and not by sight. It is faith that we walk by because we cannot walk by sight because we have to believe in something that we have not seen. As it says in our first verse here, faith is the substance substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. Now, I believe that there's so many children here. I believe that children have great faith. I know that we older ones, we don't have the the faith that little children have because they just take everything that they are told as gospel truth. And they believe, they have faith. They don't even have to question it. They just believe it. And that's how we as the children of God must be. And that's why Jesus says that we must become, unless we become as little children, we cannot see the kingdom of God. And Jesus says that little children have faith and they believe in him. And I believe that. I know you children believe in Jesus. Jesus loves you. And he wants you to continue believing in him as you grow older 
Don't let that old Satan tell you that there's some other way that you don't have to believe in God and in Jesus Christ, the Son of God. Faith. Continue in the faith. As it says that, as it says in Second uh, Corinthians thirteen five that 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 uh, uh, check yourself to see whether you be in the faith or not. Ask yourself, do I really believe the scriptures? Do I have the faith to believe that Jesus is coming again? that Jesus has died on the cross. Do we believe that, first of all, that Jesus came from heaven and he took upon himself the form of man and he came to be born of woman, the Virgin Mary. But he was without sin, so he was a little different I'd say a lot different than we were because we were all, we have all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. But Jesus was without sin. Why? When he was like one of us. Because he was conceived by the Holy Ghost. He was without sin. He's the Son of God. And so he was without sin completely. And that's why he was the only one that could be the sacrifice for sin that would satisfy God himself, that would take away the wrath of God because we had all sinned after Adam and Eve fell in the Garden of Eden. But now let's go into this text and it says that faith is the substance of things hoped for. What do we hope for? Don't we hope for that glorious heavenly home? Don't we hope that God will continue with us, that he will give us the strength to continue on this narrow way of life, that he will teach us and he will lead us? Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. We cannot see. We cannot see what is lies ahead, but with by faith, we can because God has shown us, he has revealed it unto us and shown us by his word and revealed it by his word that there is a place waiting for us for we are the children of God and he has promised to bring us into heaven if we continue in his word. Then it says, for by it the elders obtained a good report. Yes, we have many elders that we read about in the scriptures, and they obtained a good report, and there's so many of them here, we'll go over them quite quickly, so we won't take too long. Through faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. Now, what does that mean? We have to have this by faith that the worlds were framed by the Word of God. Not as they teach in the schools, I don't know how they do it now, but when I went to school, they all, they tried to make you believe and tried to make you testify and, and admit that about evolution, that 
God didn't make this world, that it just happened. Well, it did just happen, but it happened because God, by his word, created this world and all that is therein. That's why we say, through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. God just said it, and it happened. But how can we believe that? Only by faith. Only by faith can we believe that such things could happen so that things which are seen, all the things that we see in this world, they were not made of things which do appear. There was nothing. God made it by his word just because he said so. Then it says, by faith, Abel offered unto God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain. Remember, Cain and Abel were the first two children born to Adam and Eve. And Cain became jealous because his sacrifice was not accepted by God. And Abel's was, and Cain slew Abel. He became angry and he slew Abel. And that's why it says, by faith, Abel offered unto God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain, by which he obtained witness that he was righteous, God testifying of his gifts, and by it he being dead yet speaketh. How could it be that he being dead yet speaketh? And the scriptures testify to us that the blood of Abel spoke unto God, and it still speaks even unto us because it was spilled on the ground. But these are all, all things that point to the, the sacrificial lamb, Jesus Christ, the Son of God, who had to die on the center cross of Calvary. By faith, Enoch was translated that he should not see death and was not found because God had translated him for before his translation, he had this testimony that he pleased God. Now, I'm sure that some of you do not understand what that means when it says that by faith Enoch was translated. It means that he was transferred. He was changed. He, he didn't, I don't know if I can say he didn't die. He, God took him, that's all. And he disappeared. He was transferred from this world into the next. But, you know, that's what's going to happen to all of us. We're going to be transferred into that heavenly home. We're going to be translated, transferred, taken away from here. Now it says, but without faith, again, without faith it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is. We can't see God, can we? We have to believe by faith that God is our Heavenly Father, that he has created all things, that he has even made us, he has created us. And oh, there'd be so many things to talk about proving that God is God above all things. He can, nothing is impossible with God. And he can do anything that he wants because he is God. 
First, we have to believe that he is. We have to believe that God is God and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Another thing that we have to believe by faith, that God has promised us that he will take us, all who believe on the Son of God, the Savior of the world, our Redeemer, who has died on the cross, who has been raised again, who has ascended into heaven, and he's sitting at the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. We have to receive these. We have to accept them by faith. And we have to accept that, that by faith that Jesus is coming again. He is coming again to take all his own with him. Don't you want to be there? Don't you want to be there when he comes, either lying in the grave, asleep in Jesus, waiting for him, or... As it says that those who are yet here when he comes will be taken up in the air and changed in the twinkling of an eye to be with him in heaven. Then by faith Noah, being warned of God, of things not seen as yet, what was it that was not seen? God told, faith, told Noah to build an ark because he's going to flood the world. But it hadn't even rained up until that time. Oh, he had to have faith, didn't he? He had to have faith when God told him to stop building the ark. And he told him how big to build it, how, what, just exactly the right dimensions and how to do it. But he had to have faith to do it because, boy, that was something hard to believe, wasn't it? That God is going to flood the world the world is going to be destroyed by a flood. But he's going to save those who would believe. But that's how it is right now, too. God has promised that he's going to destroy this world, not by a flood, but by fire. And all those who do not, have not had their sins washed in the blood of Jesus and had the assurance that they are the children of God, that their sins have been forgiven, they're going to be left on the outside. They're going to be taken and thrown into that lake of fire. These are sad things to say because there's going to be so many that are not going to be able to go into that heavenly home. Jesus, when he comes again, he said, he will say that Come ye blessed of my Father, and inherit that kingdom that has been prepared for you from the foundation of the world. But oh, on the other side, he's going to say, Go ye away from me, ye cursed, for I never knew you. And they will have to go into that lake of fire. These are terrible things to be, to think of even, but we have to think about these things because these are true. But we have to accept these by faith, that he is coming again and he will receive us unto himself. Because we know it. We can feel it in our heart even, and we can feel that we know that Jesus has paid the price for our sin, that we have been cleansed of our sins, and we are the children of God. We can cry, Abba, Father, meaning that 
we can say that God is our Father and Jesus is our brother and we will receive the inheritance with him just the same as Jesus. By faith Abraham, when he was called to go out into a place which he should after receive for an inheritance, obeyed and he went out not knowing whether he went, whither he went. God just told Abraham to go to this, this land and he didn't know what was going to happen, but he went by faith. By faith he sojourned in the land of promise as in a strange country, dwelling in tabernacles with Isaac and Jacob, the heirs with him of the same promise. God had made promises unto Abraham and he said that he would be the father of the nations and for he looked for a city which hath foundations whose builder and maker is God. That's what Abraham was looking for. That's what Isaac and Jacob were looking for. They were looking for that city which hath foundations whose builder and maker is God. And are we not looking for that city also, that new, new Jerusalem, that heavenly Jerusalem, whose builder and maker is God? Through faith also, Sarah herself received strength to conceive seed. We remember that, that promise that was made to Abraham and to Sarah, that they would be, have a son, and so it happened, but they were old, too old to, as normal people to have children, but by faith they believed and it happened. And by that one that was born, it was made, the seed was became as the sands of the sea and the stars in heaven. Was delivered of a child when she was past age because she judged him faithful who had promised. Therefore sprang there even of one, that's of that one, of Abraham and of Sarah, and him as good as dead. Abraham was already so old, he was as good as dead, and she was so old also that she should not have been able to bear children. So, But they sprang up there even of one, and him as good as dead, so many as the stars of the sky in multitude, and as the sand which is by the seashore innumerable. These are things that we just have to accept by faith. These all died in faith, not having received the promises. What does that mean, not having received the promises? Remember that in the beginning, when Adam and Eve were driven from the Garden of Eden, God promised that he would send a Savior into the world. And they had to, by faith, believe on that promised Savior. Now we have, we have, by the Word of God, and those who were at the time when Jesus came here upon the earth, and when they saw him crucified, they could see, actually, the Savior. But we have to, again, receive it by faith. And so they all died in faith, not having received the promises, but having seen them afar off by faith, and were persuaded of them and embraced them. They really accepted them and embraced them and confessed that they were strangers and pilgrims on the earth. We are also strangers and pilgrims on this earth. This world is not our home. 
we look for a better place. For they that say such things declare plainly that they seek a country. Are you seeking a country? And truly, if they had been mindful of that country from whence they came out, they might have had opportunity to have returned. They could have gone back to the country where they came from, but they had something else in mind because they believed in the promises of God. But now they desire a better country, and that is what we are desiring also. That is an heavenly where God is not ashamed to be called their God. God is not ashamed to be called our God. He says, we, I will be their God and they will be my people. And we are those people, the people of God. For he hath prepared for them a city. Yes, Jesus has says that he has prepared a place for all of us and we have a place reserved for us in heaven that fadeth not away. By faith, Abraham, when he was tried, offered up Isaac. Remember the story when Abraham, when God told Abraham to take his son, his only son, and take him up on Mount Moriah to, for a sacrifice. Oh, that must have been such a terrible, terrible hard thing for Abraham to receive by faith and to be obedient to God's word. But he was, and he went. He took Isaac, and he went up on that mountain, and he was ready to sacrifice him. But God said, do not harm your son. How is it with us? Would we, would we even have that faith? I pray that none of us have to be put to that test, that we would have to sacrifice our only son. But remember that God had to sacrifice his only son for the sins of the whole world. But God provided a sacrifice there for Abraham in place of Isaac. And Isaac, by faith, believed that even if he had had to sacrifice his son, God would raise him up again. Because when he left the others at the bottom of the mountain, he said, we will return. We will return. So that was faith. By faith, Abraham, when he was tried, offered up Isaac, and he that had received the promises offered up his only begotten son, of whom it was said that in Isaac shall thy seed be called. Remember God had said that, that Abraham's seed will be as the, as the sands of the sea and the stars in the sky. And he said, if, I, if he has to die, how will it be? But Abraham had the faith that it would not be that way. But he was obedient to what God told him to do. And God said, I see that now you do believe. According that God was able to raise him up, he believed that God was able to raise up his son even if he had to slay him and sacrifice him on that 
altar, even from the dead, from whence also he received him in a figure. In a figure he was changed, even as Jesus, when he was raised up from the dead, he was raised up in a figure because he arose victorious from the grave. The grave could not hold him, hell could not hold him, and he arose victorious over sin, death, hell, and the devil. And that's why, brothers and sisters, young children, you can trust. You can trust in Jesus to carry you, to lead you by the Holy Spirit, because Jesus was victorious. Satan cannot overpower him, and Satan cannot overpower us if we put our trust in Jesus and, in, and follow the leading of the Holy Spirit. Oh, may he continue to lead us as long as we have life here on this earth. Those who have gone before, they have no more sorrow or pain. Those who have fallen asleep in Jesus, they have no more tears, no more sorrow, no more pain. But they're just waiting now. They are lying in Abraham's bosom and waiting for that day when Jesus will take them into that heavenly home, that new Jerusalem. Don't we all want to go there? Oh, I sh I'm sure I do. I want to go there. And I pray that God will continue to give me strength to have the faith to believe and to continue on this narrow way of life. May God bless each and every one of you, young and old alike, that you might be able to continue in the faith right up to the very end, and God will take you home. We ask it in Jesus' precious and holy name. Amen. The next song will be 327.